Hello and welcome to Peace of No Mind. Peace of No Mind. Peace of No Mind. Peace of No Mind. Hello and welcome to Peace of No Mind. My name is Ray Tanner. Hit us up at Peace of No Mind Show on Instagram and Peace of No Mind on Twitter. And you know what? If you like today's podcast, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Peace out. Peace of No Mind. Yes, yes. And if you guys just joined, you're here at Peace of No Mind. And I'm joined by the special guest who I'm allowed to introduce themselves. Yes, yes, it's Nick Brewer here. How you been, bro? My guy, bro, <laughs> my guy. This Good is how much, hey, I'm such a seasoned vet. I was like, hey, bro, which, which mic is it? Wait, <laughs> how am I asking you what mic I'm using <laughs> on Peace of No Mind? I swear to you guys, I know what I'm doing. I swear, I totally know what I'm doing. This is, this is it. But bro, first and foremost, mm. thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, but yeah. you know where it is because I haven't been stalking you or anything and that. Like I definitely, I definitely haven't and that. You were in Zimbabwe, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Zimbabwe. So yeah. what, what were you doing out in Zimbabwe? And what, like, first, wait, just in case you don't missed it, like. Mm-hmm. My man has a glow. He, I'll he, tell you what. The African sun nah, kissed up his nah, whole skin. I'm so pale, bro. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, it was the weather in Zimbabwe was so nice, but I come back and you would not have you would not have known it. I'm uh, I had to, I, have to, I have to really be careful with the sun. I'm so Irish, bro. What is like, it? Factor fifty factor all 50. round. Yeah, yeah. On my face, like it's got to be factor fifty. But I get burnt in England. <laughs> I got I got sunstroke. I went to the beach once to a beach in Essex and I got sunstroke. I was in bed like sick. Gotta be careful. But yeah, no, I was in Zimbabwe over um for a couple of weeks. But I was asked if I wanted to go out and visit and kind of see what's going on out there. Um and if I'm honest, my initial reaction was to say no. That's not because I got anything <laughs> against Zimbabwe, but he blatantly has in it. And now's the time. It, bro, no, you said you know it. What? I'm just I'm a, I like, but it taught me about my my natural reaction is to say no to like new and potentially exciting, but potentially things that will bring me out of my comfort zone. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I realized my reaction, you know, would, Nick, would you like to go to Zimbabwe? My reaction was no. But because of that, I was like, I need to go. Do you okay. know what I mean? I need to go. And I'm so glad I went. But it was amazing. So I went to um, the capital city, Harare, and then to one of the major cities in the south called Bulawayo. I learned a lot. What kind of I going there? They've got an amazing education system, one of like the best education systems in Africa. So there's a, a ton of really smart, really well educated people. I met so many people that were just so keen to like make sure that I was okay, which kind of really challenged me because it was like, I mean, I consider myself to be a fairly nice guy, but at the same time, like, they people were like putting themselves out to make sure that I was all right, knowing that I'm a little middle class mm-hmm. white boy who's probably mm-hmm. not like used to kind of um, certain challenges. I realized more and more I can't trust my feet. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Jeez. Like, because it's like <laughs> it's like there's 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 things that are true, but then there's like truth, and I know that probably sounds silly, but it's like I can be feeling like oh. I wish I was here. I wish I was like that. I wish, 
you know, I wish I, I don't know, just certain maybe goals I've set or whatever, I'm not reaching them. And then it's like, but then the truth is that like, I'm alive, I'm breathing, like, mm. you know, I've got family, I've got mm. friends, I've got all these, I've got all these things. And essentially I, like everyone I believe has purpose, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like how I'm feeling might not reflect that, but it's trying to get my feelings in line with reality, not trying to get in line with my feelings. I don't know if that makes sense. That's not something I do very well at all times. Because yeah. <laughs> you're human, bro. Exactly. And you, you, you're you not pretending yeah. to be anything other. But you kind of segued straight onto the question that I was okay. about to ask. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Don't apologise because you're here on peace to no mind, bro. <laughs> you're here on peace to no mind. <laughs> so what is a peace of mind to you and how is it best achieved? That's a really good question. Peace of mind... To me, in the Bible, there's a few different things, but it talks about peace that 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 like transcends all understanding. And the reason, and that's something that, that I believe I can get from God. And the reason I like that is because peace of mind, having peace in my mind, does not have to be directly related to my situation. So things can be hard. Do you know what I mean? There can be challenges. I can be feeling like just mentally and emotionally weak and all of that however there's still a level of like peace i can have because it's like i believe i'm here for i'm here, I'm here for something bigger you know and i think i think i've i've been made for a reason and i'm i'm valuable like i think all people are i'm valuable to god do you know what i mean and, I, and i'm not unique in that i think i think that's that's how that's just how i view it mm -hmm. so and like I say, that's just that's not something I'm trying to push on anyone. That's just how I see it. So I think it comes from understanding that, okay, I, I don't have it all sorted, like, and I never will. Mm. Um, and I'm not in control, but I thank God that I'm not in control. Because if I was in control... There'll be a, a yeah. wilder ride. <laughs> so I don't you know if that answers the question. fully in Zimbabwe. <laughs> it might be a mad thing. It might be Trust sick. Me. But no, that did answer the question, man. And yeah, man, thanks. Because I don't want to get preachy. Do you no, know what no, I mean? no, no. But no. It's just like, I, I can't help but when you talk about these things, I can't, I'd be dishonest if I'm not like, because mm. it very, like, being a Christian definitely impacts the way I view the world and like life and all these things. So, And this is the thing you were saying, preachy, but there's a fine line in between, um, again, just how you experience and explain your experience yeah. to life yeah. and enforcing that on someone else and i think yeah. what you done was you framed it and you're like yo this is my existence this is why i yeah. feel i'm here and this is how i find some solace there were some things you were touching on at the beginning yeah. when you were saying how you go into zimbabwe might have yeah. not naturally been your inclination yeah and i remember speaking to you like uh we on some panel time ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were saying that you were like as a child you yeah. you didn't but you you were quite anxious you oh didn't want gosh, to yeah. be was, in a lot of situations yeah i was just locked up as a child not like actually locked up <laughs> then Wait, my parents did not lock me up like, that, that was not the way to say it i was i was i was a very 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 timid child to the point where so when i started school i just couldn't handle it i couldn't handle it I don't know. You know, when you're like four or five, you don't understand why. I just knew that I was petrified. What, like, like primary school we're talking? Yeah, primary. Oh, yeah, 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 just from the jump, really. Like, mm. I found it really hard. I'd just try and, like, run out of class and try and just avoid it. And I wasn't very talkative, so I didn't, like... It was obvious that 
that there was something was not right, but there was no reason for there to be. And by that, I mean, I'm not like, I'm very blessed to have like two very supportive parents. Do you know what I mean? Like I, there's no, I've not I hadn't experienced any trauma. I just couldn't handle it. And then I don't know. I, I imagine my parents kind of thought he'll grow out of it, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, as I, as I went through school, if anything, bro, it just got worse and worse because you start to, I start to grow up and then I start to realize, oh, like, I'm a bit weird. You know, I had mates, I liked mm. to play football. Do you know what I mean? I was a normal kid, mm. but there was just this whole like side of me where like, I would just try and refuse to go to school. I would have panic attacks at school and all these things. And I didn't get it. Like I didn't understand. Um, but like I say, I've, I've always been a thinker. So I had so much stuff going on in my mind, but I just couldn't really seem to get it out. And like the school and my mom, like, She'd come for loads of meetings at the school. My school tried to put all different things in place. Just like I was supportive. What sort of like, so what sort of things did they think um, that was helping you at the time? Were they so like, cool, like, why don't he go to a class with his friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that, all that kind of thing. Throw up? Like, like genuinely, I remember when I was in school, I think I was in year four, year five. One of my best friend's mum was a teacher at the school. And like, she was like a family friend. They put me in her class. Do you know what I mean? Was Sick like, to be familiar with yeah. her. Like. And it was actually deep because my friend, who was like my best mate, he couldn't go in the class. Cause like- That's his mum. Yeah, it's his mum. <laughs> so like, so then he had to go in another class. Like, so they really like, they did stuff like that. They put me in small groups. They encouraged me to like, go to different clubs and stuff to build my confidence. And like, I really can't, do you know what I mean? I had like, in that sense, I had, I was very well supported and you know my mom it seemed like my dad was supportive my dad's very different to me like and i actually rate my dad now that i think about it because now like now i'm at an age where my dad's like he's like my mate do you know what i mean he's still my dad but he's like he's my mate and uh we're so different like he i can think now he must have just been thinking like what is, what is, what is wrong with my son but he never like he never said any of that stuff to me when you would go home would yeah. it be a different nick like were you there and it was like all right cool yeah like, he's, but he's then left would, school and now he's calm then it would show itself in like weird like so just weird like weird ways our house got robbed we come back and like the door had been kicked off or whatever and i remember like that freaked me out like I got an older sister who's like, she's she's a big character, she's great. But like, but I remember like she burst into tears, you know, like, and like, I just didn't say anything. And I remember my mum, like, I just didn't say anything for ages, but then I didn't want to leave my mum's side for like, I was about seven or eight at the time, but I remember like anywhere we went, like I wouldn't want to leave her side. And that's a little bit of an aside, but, and I found it really hard to sleep anywhere other than my own house, whether I was with my parents or not with my parents. Like, so all that, so it kind of showed itself in weird ways. Do you think it highlighted that like the, the world could be a bit dangerous and that things yeah. might not always be, like your home to you was probably the only place that yeah. you felt. And I couldn't, safe. and I couldn't like, I didn't, I couldn't like, as you say that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't put it into words at that point, mm. but it was just like, it was it was just really like scary. And then like there was a, like just a few things that happened in the area that just made me think, oh, like, yeah, like mm. I was just I was just a very fearful. I was just full of fear. Mm. I think that's what it essentially come down to. And I think like that's what anxiety is to the to to an extent like fear of the unknown in its extreme form, mm. you know, and. Um, and like yeah. the, the small doses, anxiety is... It's totally normal. Yeah. In many ways, it can kind of be helpful in the sense of it's kind of our way of 
our mind and our body's way of telling us to like prepare, mm-hmm. you know, because if I get, you know, we went to the same uni, I'd get very anxious about my exams, but it would mean well, I need to revise. But then, yeah, for me, it was just getting out of control and it was stopping me from doing loads of stuff. I'm a far cry from that now, yeah. but like it kind of took me. How, how how did you kind of, of like, because you, yeah. na- bro, you're an artist. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, at yeah. what point did you start <clears throat> saying like, or not even maybe to yourself, did you seek help? How Where was that mm. turning point? Because you're talking yeah. about faith as well. Yeah, Is that yeah, something yeah. that's... But faith played a huge part. I think I thought, I, I thought maybe I'll get to secondary school and I'll be all right. Do you know what I mean? I'll like just sort myself out. And then I'm suddenly, I was a small kid as well, like get to secondary school there's like 1500 of us and i'm like nah this is mad like it got so bad it got so bad and i went through school and i was having like all sorts of panic attacks and all of this i think i did like a fairly good job at hiding it from my friends but my mum knew what was going on i was like melting like like every every day and i just thought i'm just i remember just thinking i'm just a weak like weird like loser really but like and i'm not saying it's like like woe is me because i always had friends in that like i wasn't not to say that this is this is like any different but i wasn't like the loner Mm. like just by himself like i was trying to be sociable you weren't like on face value people would have said you know what nick's like slotting in but like i remember my mates would like knock for me every day and i'd be on like the other side of the door like like losing my head like begging my mum please don't make me go to school and all of this and and I, I respect my mum because, again, like, my mum's now, like, my mate. And my mum's a very emotional person. And I think, oh, it must have been quite hard for her to see her son just, like, crumbling every day. But she never, she could have, like, given in and just said, you know what, let's homeschool him or let's, I don't know, like, let's send him to, I didn't even really go to a bad school. Like, she, she could have just been like, okay, don't go to school then. But, like, she always supported me, but she never let me miss school. And I'm really glad because, like, I think it really, like, built something in me. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm talking like I built, like I flipping climb Mount Everest. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just talking about going to school. But for whatever reason, that I, I, like, that was hard Bro, you for did. me. It, yeah. it was a Mount Everest yeah. within yourself. Do you get like, me? I don't, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, all, it's all relative. Yeah, it's like, all relative. I guess that's what it is. And I, th- yeah. I think that's, like, part of what I had to learn. So I, I grew up in a Christian family, but, like, becoming a Christian, like, for myself, really helped because if for the first time it kind of felt like oh okay like yeah it's okay like i don't have it all i don't have it all sorted and actually i don't need to have it all sorted because like like god made me and he loves me do you know mm-hmm. what i mean and he sent his son like like i say i'm not trying to put my, like this is just what i what i believe like and he sent his son and like he actually cares about me and for that reason like he'll he'll be with me in it so that was quite freeing because it was like i think i always felt like i need to sort myself out you know and and it was like there was a lot of freedom in oh okay nah like it's cool i'm i'm a flawed individual just like everyone else and you know so that was cool and then like a few practicals rapping really helped me like, yeah, that's what, <laughs> rapping what, what, really helped me. were you barring in secondary school yeah and, like, i started was... i started writing when i was in like year five but like, then how did you, like, to me, did, I would think, because okay. you, yeah, yeah. you'd write bars. No, yeah, I Because even, even for people who were super confident, yeah. they might still never reveal to their yeah, mates. that's like, true. Yo, I was writing bars. bars. I was writing bars, like, from year five, like, really, like, just, it was a, it was a really good, really bad songs, but really good way of me expressing <laughs> myself. I mean, as you'd expect a nine-year-old writing to be. So then got into school, um, 
and like I'm 29 so I'm going to secondary school like 2000 2001 and that's right when Grimes Grime. kicking off do you know what I mean so I really got into DJing um because that was like I didn't have to speak <laughs> so <laughs> I'm DJing I've got some record decks I'm buying like just Grime instrumentals that's what I'm doing, my mates are coming around spitting, we're making tapes and that. I'm writing bars, but mm. none of my mates knew I was writing bars. And then one day I just clocked like, none of these lot are that good. Like, I'm 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 as good as them. Do you know what I mean? But um so it took me a while, but we just started we just started spitting. And then this is funny, like, do you remember the Blazing Squad? Yeah, Blazing Squad. <laughs> they went like, to my school, innit? Oh what the whole yeah, all of the them. whole gang. Oh, yeah, were yeah. they all did they all go to the exact same yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. they were just friends no, from like no, no. different. They were all in the same school mental. and they were my sister's year. Um So you know Marv Mar is it Marcel. Mar Marcel? I, I, like, made a, yeah, I made a I made a tune with Marcel in like oh five. Oh swear, <laughs> man. Um, like But yeah, like obviously, like this isn't I'm not like but when you're in year seven, because they got signed when they were in like year 10. So I'm in like year seven, they're in year 10. And like they got signed and then they're all still going to school and they got like a number one. As like as funny as that sounds, like I think Blazing Squad like inspired, like I've never actually said this because I've never thought of it like this. But there was a level of, well, these men actually like are doing it. Like, and obviously they were having number one hits. And like in 2002, whenever that was, Having a number one hit it's was a big massive. Deal, bro. Top big of the pop was massive. Big deal. Do you know what I mean? They're shooting videos at Walthamstow Dogs. I'm like, I live two minutes from there. Like, mm. I think it inspired a lot of us to to go for it. And I've just found writing to be really helpful, man. And at what point, like, did that kind of breakthrough moment? Sadly, like, I had a friend who 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 I got to know through music, um, and who was like really like influential. He died, and um, that was when I was about sixteen, and it was weird because. I, I don't, like, I'm not very, like, I'm not, when things happen like that, it just, I just take ages to process them. And I remember I just couldn't write lyrics anymore. And it was like, I just couldn't write. I just couldn't write. So that happened for years. And then like every so often a little something would come. But I kind of gave up on it. I went to uni. One of my good friends had started taking music quite seriously. So I started doing a few tracks with him. And then these producers reached out to me. Um, just saying they really liked me, let's start working. So this was like my final year of uni and I just started working with them and I put together a mixtape. This is like 2010, bro. And then put that out and then just slowly come out of uni, similar to yourself, I just started working. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Straight into the yeah. ad adulting. Bro, yeah. Like, well, straight. do you know what? Actually, I flipping, I couldn't get a job at first. Hey, listen. I had to sign on. Yeah, and it hey. was like, the day I got my degree result, which actually happened to be my 21st birthday as well. I see. Right. So I was like, I didn't, it was like one of the greatest days of my life, but it was also a very like, not the worst day, but it was like, it was very, it was great, but then it was also like, so what do I do now? Because it was like, <laughs> right, I'm 21. I got my degree. Oh, I've done quite well. Sick. Like, ah. Oh. But then suddenly, actually, it's the first day of just being unemployed. <laughs> like, there's nothing stopping me there's, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, for real. there's nothing stopping me. There's no, there's no, there's nothing, no security. Like, cool. But there's something, it could be, or it, I remember it was quite freeing for a bit. Like, mm. I think the first two yeah. weeks, you're like, remember, I'm an overthinker, bro. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just like, what do I do now? What do I do now? Yeah. Like, what do I do now? Where do I go? Like, yeah. where, what and, job? And I'm yeah. applying for jobs and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I'm applying for jobs and I'm not getting nowhere. I'm not getting no interviews. And then um, 
signing on mm. and it didn't last ages but yeah it was just a bit like flipping it this ain't this ain't what i thought it was gonna be but then i got a job i started working for a charity um which was doing loads of cool like providing loads of training doing loads of stuff with young people and i was just going to studio all the time like and i think i'm from like my parents i respect my parents because they they've been very safe do you know what i mean like so I don't think I ever really allowed myself, even though I thought, well, I can do this, like, you know, when I was at school and that. Like, I, don't, I think as I grew up, I was like, yeah, but really, though, like, I've got to get an actual job. You know, music is just something I enjoy doing as a hobby. So I was going to studio all the time, loving it. Started getting asked to perform, which I hated. Like, that brought back, like, all the school. Can you remember when you were on the stage and, like, maybe looking out into a oh, crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yo, this I can remember is... I, I said I wanted this, yeah. but I, I don't want this. Like, yeah. I did, I, I, you know what? Just take the mic, like, yeah. sort of situation. Oh, no, definitely. I remember I got booked um, to do this gig up there. I don't know if you remember, I don't think it's still there, Plan B in Brixton. Uh, um, so no, it's, just like, it's just, like, opposite. But it was just down the road, like, very close to Brixton Station. And uh, it was kind of like a... It was a cool event, um... Like a few people, I think Mo the comedian was actually hosting. Back it. in his early days, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if if it well, if it wasn't him that time, it was him other times. And I remember, and I remember just because um, I didn't go by Nick Brewer then, I just went by Brewer. I mean, I didn't really. <laughs> it wasn't like very different, but it was like no one knew. I'd just been putting out music. I hadn't put out no videos. A lot of people thought I was black <laughs> because like they just heard tunes and it's like when they see this like pasty white guy with kind of gingery browny hair like it's not really do you know what I mean who's so, glowing by the way <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget the light glow right now but, um, yeah. and then, but anyway like I remember waking up in the morning and feeling so sick like and I was like mum I cannot do this like like I was shaking and my mom's like no like come on you know you said you would you know your name's on the flyer like she's just trying to like be my cheerleader and I was like cool so I remember driving to Brixton and like from where I am that's probably like that's a good 45 minutes to an hour so it's a lot of time to think mm. do you know what I mean <laughs> I get there I'm sweating profusely like it's just and I, I got on there and it was like I don't know it's probably for a first gig it was it was full it's probably like 150, 200 people, mm -hmm. somewhere like somewhere in that region, and ah, oh, bro, like I was, I got through it. They were really nice. The crowd were nice. Do you know what I mean? But it was just like I found it really hard. And I remember getting off stage and just thinking, don't want to do that again. <laughs> and then I got booked for something else. And I, and but then I was like, well, I've done it before. So I can do it. That wasn't the most enjoyable experience of my life, but I, I did it. I'm but still alive. Did you not feel after you came off stage that that kind of elated? Yeah, glow? no, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. And people come up to me saying like, "Oh, you were good," and that, and that felt nice. Yeah. Um. And but I think it's just like then that all dies down, and it's like it felt like felt like running a marathon. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or like preparing for a marathon, and it's like I don't know if I can put myself through all that preparation again, but just kept going and i wasn't a natural performer like definitely which has definitely changed when i last i borrowed the last <laughs> yeah that man. was dope but. yeah i think it's just like it didn't come natural and i was just able to like build quite gradually and i enjoy it now because something you said which was quite interesting was like 
the way that you had to remind yourself that you've done something like that before. Mm. So with fear, it's quite jokes because each time you're faced with an obstacle and it yeah. might be something you do time and time again, yeah. you, your brain likes to forget that yeah. you have done this, you succeeded yeah. and you haven't froze or you haven't, yeah. the worst nightmares hasn't come true. And that's like, so it's about yeah. tapping back into that sometimes. Like, yeah, and that's where writing can be helpful. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Just to like, I'm not saying I do it all the time, but it's like capturing that feeling of like, yo, you found that hard, but you've done it. Do you know mm. what I mean? And it's like, because I need to like remind myself of things constantly. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Just being able to like step into, uh, I've had some bad experiences on stage, man. What, like, where the anxiety took over or just basically just bad like, experiences like where I've just forgot my bars. I remember some one time I got something thrown at me. I swear, a whole a whole drink. <laughs> nah, do you know what it was? It was like it was a uni gig. I don't know why I got booked for it. It was random, <sighs> and it was like some ball or something, and they weren't feeling me, bro. Mm -hmm. Well, I say they. It was only one person that threw something. It was like a big cushion. But honestly, I, remember, I shouldn't laugh. Like, it was funny. Could, it was yeah, funny. That's but I remember I was like, whatever, cool. I hadn't even started. Like I was just my the first song was started, and then this cushion hits me like on my shoulder. I was like. <laughs> and it was like it's a cushion bear mind yeah but it might as well have been a bullet because it was like <laughs> as that cushion fell yeah my confidence just no. disappeared and I remember my boy was backing me and he's actually a sick artist and he's like doing really well he's called Barney Artist uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was like because we've been friends for like a decade and uh, he like I, I think I'd build him and be like yo 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 come just be my hype man kind of thing and uh, he basically ended up doing the whole performance because like my confidence just disappeared and i was just like bare scared not scared but, but like, withdrawn I, yeah withdrawn and on stage i couldn't like as soon as i got off i was like such a minor i should have just got the cushion and thrown it back do you know what i mean it's a university it's yeah. like whatever but i couldn't work it out and i remember we got on stage and barney just like like me and barney are really good friends mm. but like he told me off He's like, bruv, yeah. you can't, hey, he that was, was like, your gig. Yeah, that's yeah. literally, he was like, you can't that was do your that. Gig, bro. You gave up, like, you can't give up, like, but as soon as I got off stage, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I dealt with that in the worst way possible, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't, like, just work it out at the time. But that's one of the best experiences that happens to me because I've learned so much. So, so what sort of, like, coping mechanisms mm. have you developed that you think might be useful obviously you're mm. not here telling someone like mm -hmm. this is gonna get rid of yeah. but obviously you've managed to find ways to embrace that yeah. and still perform and yeah, yeah, still yeah. want to pursue music as a yeah. whole like so i think it's just like i don't think there's any kind of shortcut i think i think realizing that actually in terms of the type of shows that most people do when they start when they start performing it's kind of like shows where people are, people don't want you to lose. You know, like that was a big realization that I come to. When you're doing these events where you're on a showcase lineup, do you know what I mean? All them kind of things. It's like, these are people that are interested in music. They're interested in finding new upcoming acts. They're not going to see Coldplay in Wembley Stadium. They're going to, do you know what I mean? A, a, a more, Plan B. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they're, they're not, they know what they're going to. And generally people are quite nice. Mm. Like they don't want to see you fail. And that was a big eye opener for me. Cause I'm just thinking, oh, everyone, they're just waiting for me to make a fool out of myself. Mm. And it's like, actually, no, they're not. Like that's as awkward for the crowd as it is for the people on the stage a lot yeah. of the time. Do you know what I mean? And, 100%. Like, and I actually found that people were really like, really supportive. 
you got it's like anything you know learning an instrument learning a language there's that process where it's like it's painful it's annoying it's like but you have to get through that to be good mm. and i think people understand that performing is a process and just being honest like people tend to not actually care about you as much as you think they care about you or yeah. they care about yourself like we're all in this world like in our head majority of the time yeah. thinking like oh, what what do they think about what do they it's yeah. like bro they've got problems yeah, yeah they've yeah. got stresses it's not like, that deep as well yeah, yeah. Firm, like there's a lot of stuff going on in everyone's life exactly not everyone's looking at you like oh, this is the only time that exactly. like it's like, like at the worst you'll probably be forgetful you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've probably done some performance that people have forgot about. And it's like, cool, you mm. know? But that's like, that's obviously, in a way, a wasted opportunity. But it's not like, yo, do you remember that guy that just done that average song that I didn't particularly like? No, people don't say that. It's, mm. it's more just like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I saw him perform once. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, and then there's other people in there that are like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. So I think there's not a shortcut, like, getting on stage is is not for some people it's not easy mm. some people like just enjoy it but it takes a while it's weird because I, I i used to realize like being like just even realizing the stage is just another floor like and that sounds so <laughs> stupid but it's like as soon as i got on stage the floor. <laughs> do you know what i mean as soon as i got on the stage i'd start like pacing up and down and then it took me a while to be like I can just stand still. <laughs> I can move there. You know, like, or like, do you know what I mean? And just being able to be like, okay, I want to be as comfortable as I am off the stage as I am on it. And it's like, the only way you can do that is be by being on it more. Yeah. So, Bro, again, we've been talking and like, there's just something I want to touch up on. Like, yeah. so you're, what, what I found was like, you're an ambassador for like Anxiety, anxiety, anxiety UK. UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did they find you? And what was it, was it to do with the, the kind of poem or spoken yeah. word piece that you've done about anxiety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got asked by one extra, uh, like probably about two years ago now to, to if I wanted to do a poem at this event they were doing about mental health and how it affects young people. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I didn't really know what I was going to write. And then I wrote a poem just kind of about anxiety, just similar kind of stuff to what we've been talking about um, and just how I learned to, to kind of not let it control my life. I called it Talk About It because the, the vibe that I was coming with was basically just I spoke and by speaking it out, it was the start of a long process of being able to <clears throat> cope with it. And then they asked me, yeah, like, do you want to be an ambassador? And I was like, yeah, sweet, man. And um, it's been really cool because it's kind of led to different talking opportunities. Um, I've done a lot of workshops around mental health, anxiety and songwriting and kind of using lyrics to talk about it. Um, and yeah, Anxiety UK, they do some really, really good stuff. Um, is that something you might still want to tap into? Maybe the workshop element, like yeah, maybe just I really kind like of doing that, like, imparting I, some of your yeah, wisdom. Yeah, I set up an organisation called Talk About It. I like I had funding to work in twenty schools. I've actually worked in eighteen so far. That's so. Sick. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been really cool, and it's like it's amazing. Like, I mean, it's jokes because I do it in secondary schools. I do it in primary schools. I love doing it in primary schools, man, because I always think I want to like if I was at school. Like in year five, I would have loved to have heard something. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm. Something like that. So I always think, but it's cool because I go into the schools, we talk about anxiety and stuff, but it's not, it's tailored to that age group. Do you know what I mean? Because the last thing I want to do is go into a school 
and scare a load of kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, they go home and they're like, Mom, I think, I think I've got anxiety. Do you know what I mean? That's not what that's I want to do. That will dead the whole game. Yeah, that exactly. Was, yeah, but at yeah. the same time, like, because yeah. I don't really work with like lower than year five if I'm in a primary school. So it'd be year five and year six. And it's like, most of these lot are shook about their sats. So like, they get it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, so the worst case scenario is the kids like really enjoy it and like, they get to write a song and bro some of the songs he's like right you know how much they love pepperoni pizza and all this but like this one kid um wrote last week about you know he's he's in foster care and all and like a really tough thing and the teachers were like he's never spoken do you know what i mean like we've been trying to get him to speak and it was like he's like he's expressing himself if it's just for that kid great Mm. you know like it's it's worth it Mm. but you know what i would be bare hurt if I didn't even get to hear that talk about it, bro. Do you want to do mm. me? Do you want to do a piece of No Mind yeah. exclusive and drop a talk about it and yeah, 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 just sure, see if, it, if, if we can get this across the airways? Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Anxiety is something that I've felt for most of my life. Sometimes it stopped me from going outside. I've often struggled to sleep at night and at points I haven't been eating right. It's a fear that's gripped me deep inside and not let go. I felt like giving up because I lost control. And when the panic attacks got involved, I didn't know what to do. As a teenager, I found it hard to talk about so nobody knew. I just tried telling myself, I'm not mentally ill or nothing. I'm just struggling to deal with something. And that's what life is. When you hit crisis, you grit your teeth and keep grinding. It's no time for whining, like, come on, Nick, you're supposed to be a man. Why are you crying? But honestly, that didn't work for me. My heart would beat so fast that it was hurting me. And the rush of blood to my head would almost turn me burgundy. Filled with fear and uncertainty. Going through life, worrying like, I'm going to end up doing nothing with mine. Anxiety hit me with a sharp pain in my chest and I said to myself that I can't take it again. I'd had enough. So I decided to talk to someone. I felt really embarrassed and didn't know what to say because lies in my head said that I'm not the same. And exposing this weakness might cause me some pain like, what if they laugh and tell me, jog on mate. But they didn't. I spoke and they listened. And for the first time, I felt like I could escape from this prison in which my mind had me living. And that's not to say that anxiety just went away and never came again. But I was free from the burden. See, before I was feeling so certain that I was all alone. But now I'm no longer fooled. I know that people care and people can relate. And while it might not be the easiest thing to say, it's important that we start talking. Yeah, it might feel awkward at first. But the more we converse, I'm sure that the talking won't cause any hurt. So I hope you can open up. Look, I know it's tough. And understandably, it's something that you don't want to rush. That's fine. Take your time. But you ain't got to let it define you. Even though it will try to. See, my anxiety would never have let me stand in this stage and ramble away. But I can honestly say that talking with people is part of the reason that I can stand here today. So let's talk about it. That is dope. Thank you. You man. you done that at your live show as well. Yeah, and I yeah, remember yeah. like the whole crowd was like, what? 
ton. Yeah. Bro, in like just silent. Do you do that when you go to the schools and stuff or is yeah, that? Yeah, like okay. it depends. Yeah, like I, I like to. It's it's funny because sometimes it's like you gotta gauge if, do you know what I mean? Like um but generally, yeah, I do. Um I usually will show them like one of my music videos. Um yeah, talk to them a little bit, and then if I feel like it will help, do the poem, which I yeah, majority of the time. And it's like, yeah, the kids are like really, really kind of engaged for the most part, and it's interesting because it's great actually to see. I think the conversations developed so much from when I was at school. I didn't know the words mental health or like anxiety or do you know what I mean those kind of things, and I think in many ways kids like know too much, but actually it's good that there's an understanding because mm. I think hopefully that makes potential conversations a lot easier, easier to have. 100%. Yeah. And a lot of words need to keep repeating themselves to the yeah. point where people are like, it's, it's just a norm. Bro, like, I'm, I'm interested. What's yeah. the future looking like? What are you What yeah. are you looking to tap into? Yeah. What, what can we expect from Nick mm. Brewer? Like, mm. It's a good question, man. I think, like, it's weird. I'm at, like... A... Does the future, thinking about the future like that, <laughs> does that cause anxiety or is it just Do you like... know what? Some, sometimes, like, if I allow myself to think about it, it does. But that's just... I realise that's just, like, a, a smokescreen because it's, like, it just kind of just sidetracks me from actually worrying about stuff is just the best way of getting nothing done. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so... Um, I'm still very, very passionate about music. I'm getting a lot more interested in spoken word. Like, mm. I'm just finding that um, it's just a cool medium by which to express. Like, I love music so much. I love spitting, bro. Like, I just, <laughs> I just rap bars all day long. Like, but um, it can be restrictive as well. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying doing this, like the the stuff in my organization with the workshops and stuff. Um, but more music, um, yeah, more stuff around kind of like just looking at how I can kind of help play a small part in, because I've met so many young people from doing these workshops. I think I've met over like a thousand kids, man. Yeah. And it's like, it feels weird just to kind of go to a school for a day, do all of this stuff and then take just care. Disappear. You know it's like I mean? you want to make a lasting yeah, impact. Yeah. I'm such a believer that everyone needs like mentors because... A mentor can change your life, bro. Yeah, like 100%. Yeah. Growing up as a teenager, I had no, I had like no, no, no vision for myself. Like I didn't think I had anything to offer the world. Like that wasn't what I was thinking. But like I had mentors that they had vision for me. Do you know what I mean? And they were, they were talking, they were, they were, I had people telling me I was a good communicator way before I was a good communicator. <laughs> but they must have seen something, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, and I remember people saying, yeah, you're, like, you're, you're able to like relate with people and like, and I'm thinking, no, I'm not. Mm. You start to believe that stuff. So yeah, like music is, is very important to me, but I'm just hoping that it kind of like, can create other yeah. opportunities but final question because we've yeah. been speaking and obviously bro you've been more than sick Thank but you, i kind of wanted to know what advice would you give to yeah. your 16 year old self Ooh, that's a good question man it's a very good question advice that i would give to my 16 year old self i think i would tell myself that uh i can the 16 year old me was very influenced I didn't believe I could be an influencer and 
I would tell my 16 year old self, you can be an influencer for positive. Do you know what I mean? Um, I was doing a bit of madness when I was 16 and just like involved in silliness. And part of it was because I was being influenced and because I really cared what people thought about me. Um, and I wouldn't just say, don't worry about what people think about you. I, I believe that that's true, but it's like, don't worry about what people think about you, but believe, um, believe what, how do I say this? Don't worry about what people think about you, but don't be too concerned about what you think about yourself either. <laughs> right? And the reason I say that is because, again, I'm an overthinker, do you know what I mean? And it's like, I could have put loads of things on myself and it's like, actually, you've got something to offer and not just to kind of get swept up. Um, and I think I would also tell myself, don't limit all those thoughts that you've got because you've actually got a few good ones in there. Amongst the amongst the mess, <laughs> yeah, you got some good ones. And actually, you, just like everyone else, you can be a world changer. Like, and all it takes is for you to actually care and 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 step out and do something. Jeez, man, like, and one more time. Um, where can people follow you and yeah. see what what what's kind of happening? Yeah. And Across social media, it's, it's Nick Brewer, that's I-T-S-N-I-C-K-B-R-E-W-E-R. Um, yes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having um, me. I'm going to leave them with a big track. To me, it was fourth quarter. All right, with that being said, peace out. Yeah. I really want to talk to her. Slide in the DMs like a sport, you know. I just said hi, she must have seen a blue tick and replied, I guess that I'm fortunate. Shoot my shot anywhere from the floor and what? Fourth quarter with a Jordan shot. You man bricked, build a wall, you lost. I celebrate with the awkward bop. <laughs> man, I bop, bop, bop. She asked what I do, I said a lot, lot, lot. How about you, I saw dot, dot, dot. Then it disappeared, guess I flop, flop, flop. Ah. It's all mad, mad, mad Missed the free throw that I had, that sad Should have been cool, got gassed and that Same Nick with the same black backpack Why'd I have to get cocky? Took a L, don't let it get to your head, Bobby. Still, I could be a triple-double threat, probably. Why got still got my XXXXXX on me? Guess I'm good with it. I want the matte black whip with the wood finish. Yeah, I should have quit when I could, innit? But anybody can get Drake, they pushed it, it. <laughs> Whoa, that was a low blow. There's no holes in the flow. Let your bro know I'm nothing like the ozone. This girl followed man back, but she didn't even like one photo. Damn. Still she threw man at alley-oop I'ma do what I do Gotta put it in the hoop With the back door cut Get the I'm one two Matt check Let me check I'm the man one two I think of all the words And things I wish I said I